think you have all the answers about your business, then you don't need to listen to today's podcast. But if you're like most small business owners, you probably have lots of questions, and you know that conducting research can give you those answers. But you're not sure how to get started. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. your host, Lorraine Ball. You know, you can do a lot of things by the seat of your pants, but it really helps if you do some research up front so you're not completely flying blind. And I can't think of a better person to talk to about this subject of research than Lori Hybe. Lori has a core personal value of lifelong learning. She's shared creative and strategic digital marketing, personal branding and entrepreneurship lessons with people and organizations from all over. Her 20 years of experience, education, and involvement range from currently owning a digital marketing agency, Keystone Click, being the 2013 recipient of the Bravo Entrepreneur Award from BizTimes Media, and teaching undergraduate students as an adjunct professor at UW-Milwaukee. Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I am so excited because this whole topic of marketing research, I think a lot of small business owners are maybe reluctant or think, well, I know they don't. So tell me, why is it important to conduct research before creating a marketing strategy? That's a great question. I'm going to open first with the definition of research as found in Wikipedia, because this is what really just makes me excited about research. So research comprises creative and systematic work undertaken to increase the stock of knowledge, including knowledge of humans, culture, and society, and the use of this stock of knowledge to devise new applications. Now, the reason this gets me excited is because it's it's knowledge. And without mm-hmm. information, we can't make intelligent business decisions. That is so true. And I will often hire someone specifically because I think they have a curious nature more so than whatever skill or ability they have, because I always think you can, you can fill in the gaps if you're willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. So small business owner, you defined for me what research is and that all sounds great, but why do I need it before starting a marketing strategy? So you can easily just make assumptions and say, okay, here's the plan. I'm going to go on Facebook. I'm going to go on LinkedIn. I'm going to make YouTube videos. But at the end of the day, you're making assumptions. And and I like to say you're you're shooting darts in the dark. You may hit the target. You may win and generate new business. But at the end of the day, the majority of those darts are probably going to be hitting the wall or breaking, (laughs) you know, light bulbs. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? You're just making assumptions. Once you want to dive deep and really get into the head of who your target customer is and figure out where are they hanging out online? What is it that's really bothering them today so that you can ultimately craft a plan that is based on data and insights so that you're being strategic on how to get in front of that target customer, what to say in front of them that's going to pull them in that want so that they want to hear from you. So they want to do business with you. 
I remember in my corporate days, we had done a lot of research and we had several different brands and we were targeting each of the brands to sort of a different segment of the population. But it turned out that 90% of our management all fell into one segment. And so when they looked at the strategies for the other two brands, they thought we were off the mark and we had to explain to them, but you're not the customer. Mm -hmm. And if we hadn't had the research to back it up, we'd have had to change the marketing campaigns, which by the way, were very effective because they were based on research. I love that. That's a great story that you shared. And there's so much truth to that is that oftentimes business owners or someone that, you know, small business owners are moving forward because they're making decisions based on their own buying habits, or they're making assumptions about why people even buy from them. Mm -hmm. Our research is removing the assumptions and giving you facts and data, again, to ultimately make intelligent business decisions around your strategy, your messaging, your positioning to grab the people that you want to be working with. Absolutely. I'm convinced. I know that I need to do research, but how do I do that? I mean, I don't have a big market research budget. I don't have a hundred staffers. How do I, as a small business owner, conduct research? Those are great questions. And I'm going to say first, as a small business owner, you have to start with your company yourself and really figure out what is your distinction? How do you stand out from everyone else? Because you don't want to be considered a commodity item. If you're a commodity item, people will only buy on price. So you need to have a value proposition that's going to attract the type of people that you want coming to you. So I would say start with the questions. Start with the questions that people are asking you about the product or service offering that you have and start answering those questions and typing them into Google and looking at who else is asking this question and who else is answering this question. Do I have the same stance and positioning that this other company and how they're answering it? Or is this an opportunity for me to be different? By looking at who's asking these questions, you look at Quora, you look at Yahoo, you look at LinkedIn, you just look at all the forums online and figure out, is my target customer asking these same questions? The next thing I would recommend is really figuring out what is the goal that you're trying to achieve at the end of the day, because you can't really map out a plan at any level without knowing what the end result is. Mm -hmm. And once you know what that goal is, then you can focus your research on helping you to achieve the goal at the end of the day. You had suggested a resource for people who are doing research called answerthepublic.com. What is that? This is probably one of my favorite uh, websites to get insights and uh, as a starting point. So if I, let's say I'm just a manufacturer creating widgets, you know, just really broad, and I'll just type in widgets into this website, answerthepublic.com. And what they're going to do is identify all of the questions that have been asked on Google related to that specific phrase. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Isn't that that's, fascinating? That's fabulous. You know, as a, a content developer, what I'm thinking is, what a great way to generate blog topics. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> but it's a starting point to figure out what are the questions that people are asking. And again, the goal is to 
figure out what is the pain of my target customer so that I can ultimately craft a message that's going to connect and resonate with them. So you need a starting point. You want to understand where your customer is hanging out. So try to get inside your customer's head. You know, what channels are they on? Are they on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube? Are they listening to podcasts? Who's influencing their buying decisions? Are they subscribed to certain industry publications? Do they listen to a specific DJ on the radio? I mean, the understanding your target customer helps you to identify where to position that message. Um, what is the pain that they have? What are the questions that they're typing into Google? Helps you identify what is the content and the message you should be creating. The other thing, uh, real quickly, I'm going to share is understanding your competition. Mm. Oh, yes. Look at what they're doing online. Look at the, the content they're publishing on social media. Are people engaging with it? Are people liking it and commenting on it? Or is it just sitting there idle? Mm -hmm. What types of stuff are they putting on their blog? Are they publishing on YouTube? And understanding their positioning and their stance on a topic is, again, another way that you can really differentiate yourself and figure out, and, and this has happened with some of the research we've done, a client will think that a certain company is a competitor, but once we dive into it, we realize, you know, they're actually going after a completely different audience you're going after. Mm -hmm. This is not a competitor that you need to be worried about. If anything, they could be a strategic partner for you. Yeah. You know, you said something a minute ago about looking at your competitors and looking at what they're doing. And I often have people say, well, everybody in the industry is doing this and they never look to see, is it working? And I think mm -hmm. you really hit both points there. Look at what they're doing, but then look and see, are people engaging? Just because they're sharing content, if nobody's noticing, that's not a model you want to follow. Exactly. Lori, this has been such great information. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Happy to. I love talking about this stuff. I'm going to encourage everybody who's listening to do two things, but only after you're done listening to this episode. Number one, you want to drop by the socialcapitalpodcast.com and listen to some episodes of Lori's and also drop by her website at keystoneclick.com. Lori, thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and would like to find other resources for small business owners, be sure to check out the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.